0: With the new movie that came out called Megan, we figured it's finally time to talk about AI, robots, creepy dolls, and all the uncanny vibes we are all getting from these things. Welcome to Cryptic Soup. Remind me to befriend the robots in case there is a takeover in the future. You missed two. I still <laughs> fucked it up! <laughs> yeah, you did. It's fine. <laughs> I thought I corrected it. Damn. I corrected one out of four words. One out of four. Hey, guys. Welcome back to Cryptic Soup. I'm Tina. And I'm Kylie. And we have a guest tonight. We have a guest! It's again. not Eric. It's not Eric. It's not Eric. It's not Eric. No. it's not Eric. Do you want to tell them who it is, Kylie? It's Taylor!
1: Hello, I'm Taylor. It's tay
0: It's not Eric. <laughs> Taylor was sorry t- for everybody
1: who's really looking forward to Eric.
0: <laughs> um, Taylor, do you want to tell them who you are?
1: Yeah, I'm Taylor. <laughs> And uh also known as Lab Monkey Creative, I do some art stuff for people um that I like when they ask nicely. Uh
0: what what is that thing where the art is moving? You do that. Animation. <laughs> yep.
1: I am an animation student.
0: Yeah, he I, makes uh, moving art, you guys. It's insane. Man, what is that thing Sometimes. called when art moves? <laughs> he just like picks up artwork and moves it from one wall to the other and he calls it animation. It's wild. <laughs> Um, okay. Uh, yeah,
1: I dabble in a little bit of everything, I guess. So I'm taking some pictures while I'm here, and I'm actually working on a comic cat that I'm creating right now called Pork Rind.
0: The name is Pork Rind. Pork Rind. Yes. Hmm. That's very. He cute. It's a very
1: interesting story. It's kind of wild. Um, and I'll be releasing that shortly. Well, I'm releasing like little comic snippets to get like, get a feel for like the style right now. But like the actual story, I'm still working on with a friend. Huh. Um,
0: other than
1: that, I'm just. Kind of boom as a college student again.
0: You're a very busy bumblebee.
1: Really? I don't feel that way. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I sit around and do nothing quite often, actually. But,
0: uh, he named uh, like 30 things he does. <laughs> I don't really do much. I no, don't I, do anything. I don't good. know what you're talking about. Um, hmm. Eric's still here. He's just not. Here. Eric's playing League of Legends. Yeah, in the other room. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, Don't worry, guys. He's not more
0: Yeah. So <laughs> if you guys want to like tell us how much you loved or hated, Eric, uh, we'll tell him. We'll tell them it's fine. Tell us, tell us how you feel. Tell us how you feel, yeah. but tell um, them how you feel. I don't care. I figured so. We mentioned that Taylor may or may not have an affinity towards art, and um, art is considered AI these days, also. Like, what does AI stand for? Artificial intelligence? <laughs> yeah, does it really? Yes, it also stands for
1: my school. And- uh, incidentally, uh, or the Art Institute, which is also kind of weird. I'm typing in Google; it keeps changing it. But
0: oh, that's wild! <laughs> that's
1: kind of funny coincidence. Yeah.
0: Oh, um, that is weird. Well, uh, so I figured we'd take a an art a, a little artistic path tonight, mm-hmm. and uh, talk about the Uncanny Valley. It's not a place, even though it sounds like it should be. It's actually um, like a, a phenomenon. Phenomenon. Menomina. okay thank you you're welcome uh i lived in a place where there was a school called menominee (laughs) oh my god and you know you can't just like say that in a sentence and not like think of that (laughs) like menominee no Menomina. Menomina. they knew what they were doing (laughs) they knew so, the uncanny valley. What is it, right? It's defined Okay, I put the actual dick de- deck de- de- dictionary. <laughs> dictionary term up in her cuz I thought that make it easy. Up in her. <laughs> I put the dictionary term cuz I thought like that would be easier to understand than me trying to simplify it here and making it complicated. So Makes sense. It is the reference to the phenomenon where a computer generated figure or humanoid robot is bearing a near-identical resemblance to a human being that can arouse a sense of unease or revulsion in the human or person viewing it. That makes sense. I like how it's human or person. Like, when is a human not a person? (laughs) Mm, Yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? Like
1: Like, an alien in Star Trek
0: that's not a human. Well, nothing else can be a human. Hmm. Mm, Nothing else could be a person. Maybe... Mm. maybe
1: they're preparing for when AI becomes a thing and they're like they're ready. That, that's kind that of what they, I was thinking. dictionary folks are on it.
0: Well and I was looking up I was trying to obviously find more information and stuff and I was like do animals have uncanny valley and mm-hmm. essentially in the end what I feel like was the most reported thing was they're like maybe but we can't figure it out entirely. I feel like they would but yeah that's exactly <laughs> what I thought. I you feel like gotta- they'd have it worse because they don't fully grasp things as, as complex as a human. Mm. Yeah.
1: Like, like, would a cat recognize a fake cat robot at what point? Well, would have they- you seen
0: those TikToks where the cat where the cat owner prints out a picture of a cat, just like tapes it on the corner of a wall? Mm. And then the other the actual cat is freaking the fuck out because there's like another cat or even something as simple as like my dog freaks the fuck out when he hears a dog on TV or like on your phone. Mm-hmm. If he saw like a fake one in the room, he would. He's stupid. <laughs> He's so dumb. I mean, he eats wood for a snack. So, I mean, like we're questioning the value of how smart some of these animals are, I think. Mm. Yeah, sometimes. Um, The uncanny valley is commonly a very unsettling feeling, people say, when they experience it. They say it's usually due to androids or simulations, and those androids or simulation are closely resembling a human so much that it's not quite convincingly realistic, but it's, it's on that borderline spectrum. So that's what makes it uneasy is they're 99% yeah. of the way there, but there's something unreal about them. So it, your first instinct is to feel like uneasy and your nerves are kind of jittery, you know?
1: Right, that like natural feeling you get when you see something that's dangerous because it's pretending to be a human and you're yeah, like Yeah, that was what I think is it's almost
0: a danger. Yeah, yeah. It's a little sus.
1: I feel like animals are just suspicious all the time, so maybe they Maybe they don't respond the same way.
0: (laughs) That's why this doesn't get to them. Right. It's just, it's too much. So the examples of the phenomenon exist among robotics, 3d computer animations and lifelike dolls, usually the most, which is a theme for movies and stuff like that. Like you have a lot of times where it's like a, a robot creature or something like that. You know what I think about, which is like, uh, um, oh, No, wait, maybe. Well, you're, Mm. you're doing great. Sorry. Yeah. No, let me rewind the thought before I finish it. Okay. You know, what was my first concept of uncanny Valley, but I didn't realize it as a kid. Hmm. There was a Disney channel movie and the guy from Phil of the future was in it and it was called pixel perfect. Yep. And he creates a holographic girlfriend. Yeah. Mm. In my mind, I thought that was so creepy as a kid that I was like, yeah, that's, that's creepy though. Like she's not real technically. There's something off about her, but it's just that it was meant to be a hologram.
2: I do not
1: remember this movie. It was. Was was the character CG?
0: uh, Or was there like a
1: special effect? It was a real
0: girl, and they just instead would make her like glitch every so often uh, look like there was like a big glitchy thing.
1: So they were like purposely making it. They were purposely putting her in the uncanny valley to make you like unsettled. (laughs)
0: It wasn't it meant was to be just, unsettled. It
1: was. Just, it was just, it was just meant, it was
0: meant to be realistic. Oh, yeah, okay. it was supposed to be like this teenage boy built a simulation of his dream girlfriend, and mm-hmm. she was gonna be like a singer in his band or something. But then he ends up falling for, her. and then he realizes she's a hologram. Like she's not real. And I think oh, there's something about like the brain. Did he make a
1: fake version of himself at one point, and then like sneak out?
0: I don't know. I don't I remember. remember. Like, I, feel I like don't remember a, a lot, but no. there's I remember a rainstorm it. in the movie. And I think that's how she like glitches out or something. And um, does he end up like um, still dating the hologram in the end? Or yeah, I think he so. find a real human? No, I think. That's weird. Oh, wait. Doesn't he take it off of someone that is an actual person? Does he? I don't. And then he oh, meets that creepy. person. <sighs> this is confusing. That's I don't remember. Creepy. Oh, my God. Mm. Disney, you got me fucked up right now. I think the one that I really resonate with, Uncanny Valley, is iRobot. I don't oh, really yeah. remember that movie. Ugh. It was
1: right there on the edge of, like, when things very were, like, close. There, they were getting pretty good. Yeah. And if you, like, if you kind of watch it on, a, on an old TV, it, it's probably okay. But, yeah. I yeah. know Watching exactly. It on a brand new TV, it look, you can tell, like, the face is not quite there.
0: I know exactly the movie that scares me the most, Uncanny-wise. But I'm purposely not saying it because I talk about it later and it's what <laughs> okay. everyone talks about when they think about Uncanny without mm. even realizing it sometimes so mm. what's your Uncanny
1: movie um oh wow um I think the humans in Toy Story 1 are pretty awful like the, the
0: humans like the,
1: yeah have you looked at like moving ever, on is that the so one you're Athena talking about so Dina has never <laughs>
0: seen or
1: Final Fantasy The Spirits Within
0: I do talk Athena's about that one never okay. seen Toy Story but I've never seen Toy Story and everyone and their fucking mom brings it up on oh. this podcast <laughs> every (laughs) single fucking guest other than Eric has brought up fucking Toy Story at some point in this goddamn podcast (laughs) I mean I definitely feel it with Megan too and I haven't even seen it God Megan's ridiculous like the trailer is just like that movie's so stupid also with
1: Uncanny Valley I think of like um, horror games and like Dead Space Yeah, so like I don't know that's why I asked you if that movie was purposely like making the character unsettling because in some games they'll they'll do that they'll like purposely put something in a very unsettling space so that you feel it's humanness but then they'll also make it very unhuman like and Mm
2: -hmm. to make it
1: scary or or you know whatever like make you uncomfortable like adding a like Like not in control or, or silent hill one of them they like use a baby walk yeah for one of the animation but then the top half of the body is just like slumped over unnaturally yeah. so it looks yeah. creepy as shit because it, it looks natural it looks partially natural but not there
0: it's that when it gets so close it's that and that's what it is is it so creepy because you feel like just change that one thing and it'll be right just change mm-hmm. that like you have that thought you're like come on I want you to fix it like I want it to not be weird yeah yeah. so where did this come about right because everything has to like begin somewhere there was a robotics professor Ugh. Mm-hmm. Masahiro Mori. Yeah. 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 Good. Masahiro Mori. He had first identified the concept in 1970 from his book titled Bukumi no Tani. It was phrased as Bu- Bukumi no Tani Gensho. Gensho. Yeah. Um, Mori's original hypothesis stated that the appearance of a robot is made more human and the observer's emotional response to the robot will become increasingly positive and empathetic until it reaches a point beyond which the response quickly becomes a strong revulsion because it hit too far. So he's putting it like on a wavelength and he's like showing and I'll put this on the Instagram, but he essentially shows like a whole chart and he's like, okay, let's say base level is five. Five is where you want to be. Now, a dead body is obviously like zero because that's not going to make you feel like it's human because it's dead. Right. A puppet is going to be like two because it still looks real, but it's not moving or anything. So, you know, it's like a two. And then he's like, OK, five is a living, breathing human. Great. Whatever. I think he even puts like prosthetic limbs as like a four. Like mm-hmm. it's right under there because they look real. Mm-hmm. But again, they're not moving or doing anything. Then he's right. like, OK, and they
1: resemble limbs and things. Like yeah. Fingers.
0: And- then there's like five, which is a normal active human. And then there's like six, which is like a human in a costume or something. And then there's like seven, which is like. A 3D rendered sketch of a human. Mm. And then there's eight when it starts to move animated. Number nine when it starts to robotically and AI enhance itself. And that's when you hit uncanny or something like that. Like, because so five is the middle, is the middle ground where you're an actual human. Um, And I'm not, I'm not 100% accurate with that, but like that's not
1: quite like human, like real humans are going to be right on the other side of the valley.
0: No, humans are the middle line.
1: Okay. Yeah. Maybe I saw a different graph. I'm gonna.
0: I'll show you exactly. The way I I
1: understand it is that the valley comes right before human, and then there's human, and then there's like, and then it kind of goes to like even more appealing than human when you you see like like Disney characters, they're like with the big eyes and stuff like that. Was that help?
0: Oh, I like graphs. Oh, I like (laughs) graphs.
1: Right. It's like, see, healthy person over is over here, far on the right. So that's like a normal person.
0: Yes. And see, see the, the, the g- dips and everything. So, the, so it's showing which ones of those are hitting a worse or better than being a normal person. Right. Right. Yeah.
1: So you have like on the far side is like an industrial robot. So something you see in like robot wars. Yeah. With chainsaws and stuff. And then it gets closer <laughs> to a human. So like maybe you put legs or a head on it that talks. and And, then, even- and then all of a sudden it goes like way down. But then it goes back up to, like, a normal person. Because
0: he even puts, like, animals and, like, different things like that. Yeah, um, he puts all the different, like, variations of things um, that could be considered something that...
1: Human-like. Right?
0: That or if, lifelike, maybe? Yeah, I guess is the best way to describe it. Lifelike, Character-like. Person-like. So he he makes this chart. He, he creates this concept, right? And he's trying to explain where this point hits and like how it hits and what it does to the human mind. So he's saying as far as the robots appearance, as it continues to become less distinguishable from a human being. So like the less you can separate it from being a person, the emotional response from um, like the person, it will start to have a positive influence as it's reaching a human, human empath level. So we need the separation of this robot, not seeming like a person for us to like, be okay with it because again the revolt the revolting feeling that we're having is how close it is and it feeling dangerous it's mm. trying to like trick us mm-hmm. that's well that's how we feel yeah yeah, yeah. humans are stupid we fear <laughs> everything we don't understand
1: especially yeah. other humans
0: yes so mori's phrase again "Bokumi no tancho gensho uh tani gensho sorry translates literally to the uncanny valley so that's why it got dubbed that it was then used again in a 1978 book called robots fact fiction and prediction it was written by jasa reichhardt after that the term was used in a bunch of psychiatry books notes and i think even frigman Soid.
2: frigman <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh my <laughs> okay. That
1: cartoon just popped
0: in my head. <laughs> yeah, that man. Um, yeah, that one. <laughs> he termed like his own theories behind the uncanny valley, and it became a term that a bunch of scientists started using when they talked about the emotional feelings that people experience due to the phenomenon. So, like, it, it was gaining traction. So, is that where "uncanny" the actual word comes from? No. No
1: uncanny just means
2: like
0: well that's kind of weird because weird. the the actual defi- like the definition of uncanny like when you say it in a sentence is like kind of the same
2: thing. reasoning
0: yeah yeah that's yeah. uncanny <laughs> 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 like you're so no funny well
1: the the valley is just is he, he's just like the uncanny valley is just describing the graph yeah not like yeah he didn't make it up yeah what
0: you mean. yeah okay now this is the one I was going to tell you guys about. Okay, so one of the most famous cases where people argue about the uncanny valley, it's that fucking stupid ass terrible <laughs> oh,
2: 2004
0: animated film, The Polar Express. I've never even seen the film. Yeah, I, I refuse no, to. No, no. Yeah, I don't, I've never watched the whole thing because I, I don't hate it torn it.
1: apart before.
0: Kylie, I wish you saw the shitty look I just gave you. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that reminds
1: me of another movie, that Beowulf remake. You ever see that? That like half animated. I actually really like that one, but it's it's Uncanny Valley as shit. (laughs) (laughs) It's people hate that movie, but I love it for some reason.
0: I I've I've seen snippets of the Polar. (laughs) And like I've seen snippets of Polar. I've seen the whole fucking movie multiple times. And. It's so fucking bad. I hate it. It's super weird. Yeah. I've never hated something as much as I hate that. I think. I think I hate that. I, I genuinely hate it. You want to know what, what <laughs> is what is right there on the spectrum, too? What? And the same as Polar Express. Fucking cats. Oh. So funny uh-huh. story. <laughs> oh and that's
2: brand new. And
1: that's really recent, too. So they don't have any <laughs> yeah.
0: Found a hat the other day. And uh-huh. it's from the Cats Broadway. And it has kitty cat ears. Mm. Nice. That's all. Cats on Broadway is very different than Cats the movie. Yeah, Cats the movie. Yeah, no. Yeah, very, yeah. very different. Very different. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, so that movie sucks. Um, but the movie was criticized. A lot of people called the animation style creepy and eerie,
2: mm.
0: and the term eerie was actually used by the reviewers that like reviewed the movie in sources. Kurt Lauder and Manolia Dargis actually called it eerie in their reviews. A Newsday reviewer named John Anderson also called the film's character. character, character oh, my shit. Fuck. <laughs> oh, oh, my shit. Fuck.
2: You
0: <sighs> calmed. Calmed the. You need to <laughs> take <laughs> breath. <laughs> called the kilns films characters. <laughs> creepy, dead-eyed, and wrote Polar Express is a zombie train. I was just going to keep going. (laughs) Jesus! That sentence shouldn't have been that hard. You got there, though. So,
1: not a glowing review for the Uncanny Valley.
0: I (laughs) said kiln, and I was like, nah, I just gotta go! Can't quit! Oh my god, I am so red over here and burning (laughs) up from stress. I warned the past two guests. I warned Eric and I warned Taylor. I may write these things i don't i don't know how to read outlines <laughs> luckily read there's outlines. not a lot of numbers in this one because i don't know how to read numbers yeah yeah, like,
1: <laughs> japanese names no
0: problem i oh my god i'm so bad at everything no the last one the german no italian italian <laughs> <laughs> but german ones are fun too <laughs> god the oh i was gonna say what's that one language where it sounds aggressive german yes yeah. mm-hmm. no yeah. Yeah. yeah well and russian the, the oh my god Whenever we do that one eventually, that one's going to be funny. Have you ever heard me pronounce all the dyatlov names? Yeah. It takes me like 25 minutes. Yeah. It's so <laughs> it's bad. So, yeah. You just need
1: like an AI to just pronounce it and then have Corey just snip it in like.
0: Yeah. There <laughs> we go. like, here we, we go. We tried to do things like that where I'll like listen to it uh-huh. and we still try. <laughs> We're like, no, I'm what still is that?
1: Can't. Oh god. Okay. <laughs>
0: Yeah. No, yeah. No, but- those those names are very difficult to say. Yeah. We'll yeah. we'll we'll look them up with you at the end. Actually, you know what, Taylor? That's the game we're gonna play. At the end of this episode, I'm gonna make you read the Dyatlov past names.
1: Okay, okay. Congrats to you. Are they English
2: letters?
0: <laughs> no. Yeah, some. You can't look it up beforehand.
2: Okay.
0: They're, okay. they're Russian, right?
1: Yeah. okay. I'm just gonna make up some sounds.
0: Maybe. <laughs> So there are tons of cases where people argue the likeness of animations making the movies or games seem off-putting and say that they're ruining the appeals of these films and stuff due to the unease they feel of Uncanny Valleys. So other examples was the Lion King live action. I don't know. I didn't have a problem with that one. I love that one. I actually didn't see that one. That's actually a
1: good example of the animal thing because a lot of the criticism about it was that they didn't quite seem like real animals, but they also don't quite seem like
0: characters um, okay
1: characterized animals they're It's like, like the jungle book right they're but... in a bad in between which is the uncanny valley you either yeah. want to be to the left or you either want to be to the right
0: yeah huh
1: and they weren't they were and they were right in the middle um of the lion uncanny valley which is kind of like I'm, wait what's the what's the valley in the in the lion king called
0: the uh the pride rock
1: pride Valley. there's no death like in there just pride rock there. okay Um, Uncanny Pride Valley. I was trying to make something, but it's not working. (laughs) Cut that out
0: (laughs) for you. You did great. There is a valley. Yeah, there is. Uh, But I don't think it's the Pride What are those animals in the circle 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 of life area? No, 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 no. no, no. What are the animals that they. Muskrats? No, stop it. What animal kills. (laughs) Not Mufasa. Yeah, Mufasa. What is that animal? What is it that there's the stampede of? Antelope. Antelope. Was. Was it not called like the Antelope Valley or something like that? No, you're thinking of Elephant. Oh. The Elephant Elephant Graveyard? graveyard. Yeah. (sighs) Okay, fine. Anyways, moving on. Um, (laughs) People say the 2009 Christmas Carol. I've never seen it. I've never seen it. I've seen that, yeah. I've seen the musical.
1: Um, It's another one that used the same. It was like the same technology from the Polar Express. Oh, fucking course it was. They they did learn quite a bit and it does look a lot better. Doubt it. It's much cartoonier. They they didn't try and do it, like, Unless realistic. That's
0: 2009. When was the... 2004.
1: They, le- They like, leaned into the stylization a lot more, and it was much better. Hmm. And it kind of led No more to... dead yeah. eyes
0: on zombie trains? I guess I need to watch it. Dead
1: eyes on zombie trains. I'm not going to vouch for every eye. <laughs> <laughs> but the
0: main characters
1: look pretty good. All the
0: left eyes were great. Yeah. <laughs> right <laughs> eyes, <so laughs> Whoever was doing the right eyes. Whatever animator was
1: doing the right eye. Yeah. God not damn it, there. there. The blink <laughs> was awful.
0: Um, you had mentioned it earlier, the Final Fantasy Spirits Within movie. Mm. Um, I saw
1: that in high school and I thought it was great at the time. Yeah, it, like, I thought it was cool. It was like a video game, like,
0: Which, that's the thing, series. I thought of it as a video game movie, yeah. so in my mind, it was meant to look Yeah, so video key.
1: game player, like, we were ready for that kind of stuff, yeah. but regular audiences are like, ew, what is this?
0: Yeah. But that's the same way I feel even about, like, Silent Hill and stuff. I know it's meant to be, um, unsettling on mm. purpose in a sense. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I just realized that I feel uncanny valley with the all of the League of Legends trailers too, because it's a little bit too much. Too much, yeah. <gasps> you know what I feel? Ooh, ooh, ooh. ooh. <laughs> <laughs> what Final Fantasy X two? The beginning opening scene and the cutscenes where everyone is like, uh, where they used people, especially that beginning one though, where Yuna is doing the and it's actually um, the bad lady. I can't think of her name. Yeah but she's doing the dance sequence and stuff. And you have to like Y R P RP in <laughs> position. It's showtime.
2: I love that. Scene.
0: That fucking scene. Even as a kid, I felt off. I was like, it's too real without being real. Like I look like I can touch her fabric of her skirt and know what it feels like and stuff. I thought something was off with that video game. And it made me feel so uncomfortable because it looked more realistic than any of the other final fantasies in the previous years and stuff. There was something off about that game to me. Interesting. I never played them, but I can Ooh. feel that with Ruby.
1: I remember when the trailer for Killzone 2 came out and it was like at E3. It was like before YouTube or before. like. So I remember downloading on my PSP and it looked so Whole realistic, like PSP. the fire and the glow on the skin. And like the muzzle flashes on the guns and everything looks so good back then. But like looking back at it now, it looks fucking awful.
0: It looks horrible. Which that's another Um, thing I think. Well, I mean, like Tomb Raider. You know? (laughs) Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I feel like also at the
1: the time, I remember thinking like this looks so good, really good. So it's so weird to feel our uncanny valley sense shift.
0: Yes, that's what I was gonna. That's you. Oh my god, you literally read my mind. More like because things that may have been uncanny like two or three years ago or no longer or even ten years ago, because now we have new developments and things like
1: familiarization different. with
0: it yeah well and we have a lot better like cg and yeah, yeah. a lot things more like that.
1: there's deep fakes of like celebrities and right you to, like you have like you literally like it's becoming something that you have to be able to recognize it as like a right. survival technique or you're literally going to be
0: and like taken
1: advantage of like you could be conned out of money like easily by people can like,
0: you explain what a deep fake is <laughs>
1: okay so it's Basically, a computer program is trained on creating, recreating a, an image, and in this case, like so, like uh, if you're deep faking Tom Cruise, for example, you would train a, an AI. Whatever, there's tons of different AIs that do it, and you just train this AI for as long as you can, and, and using as many reference pictures as you can of Tom Cruise from different angles, different lighting, um, as flat lighting as you can. Right? You don't want a bunch of like different shadows, but you you want to train this computer to redraw this face from whatever angle and then from
0: his face and then you
1: train it to draw somebody else's face Mm -hmm. and then you train it to draw to to take the first or take uh one face and turn it into the other yeah it's a long process of basically just running this program like for hours and hours and hours until it just kind of learns a face and it doesn't know what a face is it it understands what a shape is basically that's what they
0: do for um for movies where someone is older. No, don't talk about it. Oh, I'm no. literally getting ready to talk about it. Stop it. Kylie. Spoiler alert. Okay, anyway, uh, deepfake. <laughs> um We're going into stories, it, I guess. Long
1: story short, you can like film somebody and then the computer will have been trained to turn that face into somebody else and you can like quickly change it. And it's kind of rough, but there are pretty. some people but that are really the Technology
0: has really gone. Like, uh, in, yeah. She's
1: going to talk about it. But, yeah. Or they're going to talk about it. I'm sorry. But they're, uh, it's like, they're getting like so good that deepfake is, like blending with other technologies, and it's kind of yeah. hard to keep them separate, and it's all just like wild, wild, west of
0: I still feel like even if you don't quite get there, it's never gonna what do you it's, mean it's never gonna feel right. So I purposely didn't put something in the outline so that I could seem really fucking smart. And Kylie just bamboozled wah, wah. it and took it from me. <laughs> OK, do you know what we do on Sunday mornings? We watch <laughs> um, uh, so corridor, crew. corridor Crew. Yeah, me yeah, too. So two, just like, That's literally what they go over. Two huge things that have attributed to making Uncanny Valley skyrocket in the past few years is the use of holograms, especially for concerts and like music, things like that, oh, like yeah. when the Michael Jackson hologram came out, things like that. <laughs> and
1: the Tupac one. And
0: um, and then the second one was Elvis. using, yeah. using um, de-aging techniques in movies. And the biggest one people complained about was Arnold Schwarzenegger for one of the Terminators and stuff. And then it just kept getting worse when other people used it. People noticed it and people commented on it. Mm. I will say... They didn't do that really in the new scream movies, the two most recent one where there's like. Um, Billy Loomis in them, and uh, I wish they would have because I would have rather uncannied than see whatever I mm-hmm. saw because it looks bad. Mm-hmm. Um, So. There is like a new development to uncanny, and it's supposed to be that is holograms and. Uh, reversing like aging and film and studies yeah. and stuff. So,
1: and some of that's getting really good too. So.
0: Yeah, it's getting mm-hmm. scary good, hence, yeah, well, it's hence a lot it's- easier to get your hands on too. Ooh. Like, a lot of people just I have, like I can like I have another
1: it. recent example. So we're watching The Mandalorian, and there's a part, mm-hmm. and this kind of touches on a different aspect, not so just much the visuals, but there's a droid at one point that's running. And, um, have you seen this episode, the most recent one? So, there's no, so there's a droid, that, you're about there's though. a droid that's running. And there's so something about the movement of the droid that you can tell it's literally like a human in a suit, and they performance capture right on top of it. They just put a CG character right and like mm. and puppeted right on top because it's moving like so limberly, yeah. You know, like
0: like this, a human would, and not right. a robot. It's yeah. jumping
1: over boxes and like parkour and like Assassin's Creed, <laughs> like and it, it's not. A, it does not look like a battle droid. You know, they're all clanky in Episode Two and Three. Those are like yeah robots. So that was um, a, it's kind of a different.
0: And That's Star Wars candy-ness. did that with Carrie Fisher. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, In God. Yeah, movie. Rogue One.
0: Yeah, I was going to talk about Star Wars with deep fakes, but then you stopped me, so. <laughs> sorry, Kylie.
1: <laughs> just, just stop ruining stuff, sorry, and you'll sorry.
0: be fine. Maybe if you just don't jump ahead. <laughs> so you mean I know things about things? What? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so there's a theory that suggests that Uncanny Valley is caused by an existential fear of being replaced by robots, as Kylie earlier said, because she likes to jump ahead. Mm. I also like (laughs) iRobot. This pairs with the idea that we see robots that look like us, but we know they clearly aren't human. And it causes a violation of our expectation of norms of what humans and robots should look and act like and like what the difference is between them. Hmm. This also plays into the idea of having a person experiencing these feelings due to the feeling of mortality salience. So that is, according to a hypothesis, the uncanny valley and mortality, mortality, mortality salience is a reminder of one's own death. Kind of exactly oh, okay. what Kylie described earlier. So a dead person's face may be uncanny because it lose color and animation with no blinking. Mori wrote in his findings. But later we decide, well, once you see it dead, though, you don't realize that because you see the lifelessness go. It's once we start to see that animation reboot that's when we start to get that unease because mm. you could look at a dead body and yeah you feel uneasy because it's a dead body but you don't feel like your own mortality and the fear of it and it like being able to overpower you in a sense but that's what you're gonna it's feel not when you triggering see a robot.
2: like a
1: species level threat it's like this is a human it's just dead this is not a healthy human <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> it's not healthy <laughs> not healthy well yeah,
1: yeah like your brain likes healthy humans
0: right I tend <laughs> so like, to, yeah. You know I mean? I'm not <laughs> super big <laughs> into necrolepsy, so yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, some people like toxic, you know. They get they have just other people, but in, in general, like we all like babies because they're nice and healthy. Like Ugh. this is the thing. Like we find them appealing. This is, it's like so you're gonna find a dead body, the opposite of that.
0: So I I I was gonna end it there, but then I was like, <laughs> you know, why do that when I could not? But wait, there's more. I was gonna say,
1: there's, we're not even halfway down.
0: So I decided to play off of that and talk about the two other most common phenomenons that occur kind of nearby or in relation to Uncanny Valley. A lot of people that experience Uncanny Valley experience these other two issues. Uh So the first one we're going to talk about is the phenomenon our brain plays on us, which we all kind of know about, and it is déjà vu. So déjà vu translates in French to already seen. Which makes sense because deja vu is the phenomenon of feeling as though you have lived through the present situation before. In 1983, Dr. Vernon Nepp defined deja vu as a subjectively inappropriate impression of familiarity of a present experience with an unidentified past. Undefined. I was literally about to say, did you see how good I did right there? Those
1: are actually kind of the same words, though. So Yeah, not I mean, bad. It, it
0: really is kind if of you're the gonna same fumble, thing. Like,
1: you did it right.
0: What did I say? Unidentified. You said, you said
1: unidentified. It's kind of the same it thing.
0: Undefined. It's undefined. You could have
1: with it. We just messed it up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I literally was going to brag, too, being like, I did so good. And Corey, that sentence was intense. <laughs> Sorry. But Kylie cut me off before I could brag. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> here to help. Yeah, anytime. Anytime. That's what you're here for. <laughs> right. So in simple terms, it means that if you have deja vu, you feel like you're experiencing this, even though you shouldn't be like you didn't actually have this experience but mm-hmm. you feel like you did already. Mm-hmm. Well, so I feel like I've had déjà vu where I've experienced something that I had already felt like I've experienced it in a dream. Mhm. Or I've experienced something similar enough where or like seen it to where it's like it's kind of like it's affecting me but it's not. Yeah. It's so that it's oh, yeah, so it. it's so weird. Thanks, Taylor, for knowing what I I'm saw. Doing. I saw
1: your eyes and I was like, oh shit. That was, <laughs> that, that, was that threat detection that we were talking about.
0: The, uh... There's a bug in the office, guys. Yeah. yeah. And uh, <laughs> Athena made sure to very fast point it out with their eyes. Yeah, your eyes is were like a stink bug? <sighs> I think so. He looks kind of bulbous. I don't like stink bugs. I like ladybugs. Well, yeah. But stink bugs, like, what is their purpose? To stink.
1: I don't know.
0: What is your purpose, sir?
1: Do you uh, do you pay rent here?
0: Do you pay rent here? (laughs) I'm gonna need you to pay some rent here.
1: What do you think about the Uncanny Valley?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hello, sir. I'd like to talk to you about the Uncanny Valley. (laughs) (laughs) What is a real beetle? Um, (laughs) Is a stink bug a beetle? uh,
1: That looks like a beetle, like looking at it. But I guess it could be. uh, I don't know. I just don't like that they're
0: flat and they're. I don't like them at all, huh? I really hope it doesn't start flying around because I hate the noise it makes. Oh, it's flying! I really shouldn't have pointed this out, oh, damn. Yeah, goddamn it. Damn, I really fucked up here. Uh, anyway, <laughs> all right, well. back to déjà vu. <laughs> uh-huh. So they say an estimated ninety-seven percent of people will experience déjà vu at least once in their life. They say it mostly happens to people who are fifteen to twenty-five years old. And the likelihood of you experiencing it decreases progressively as you age. Mm. That's weird. Probably because you forget the shit that's happened. <laughs> or, or you just <laughs> stop, stop caring. Stupid. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, we'll maybe.
1: Or stop remembering your dreams.
0: More. I don't know. Like, but the actual like feeling of déjà vu is super fucking weird. Yeah, it's almost vertigo-y sometimes. Yeah, yeah like it can really like mess yeah. with you. I'm like.
1: The first time I remember ever having it was maybe like fourth grade. I was on the basketball court, and I like I was. I was doing a very specific move at like we were playing basketball and I remember like catching the ball to my left and like turning to my right. And uh, and as soon as I did that, it was like slow motion. and I was like, oh, shit, I've been here before. Like it was all going through my you head almost bad doing
0: something wrong. And
1: like I threw it away and like everything I was doing, I was like, oh, no, I did this. And I and, then, and you get that feeling like, oh, I need to stop. Like I need to like break this or something. Or
0: like, I need to do something different than like, what I specifically a- try and like, a- yeah, so, like, walk away and
1: do something else. And then until it goes away, like it's so weird.
0: I tried to describe it to like my niece or something one time. And don't ask me how, but she knows what lucid dreaming is. Mm -hmm. Oh, she didn't know what fucking deja vu was. And I was like, it's awake lucid dreaming. And she was just like, oh, that sounds awful. I was like, no, it's really not that bad. It's just like weird. And she's like, Mm -hmm. and you're not in control. Like lucid dreaming, you're a little bit more in control. Yeah, you could be. You could be in control of it. But deja vu, you are not.
1: yeah, yeah. So There's it's like just no way. The best it's- way I've heard it described is like dreams that kind of leave blanks and then your mind fills in the blanks later mm. and you kind of like from your
0: experiences. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm. like especially with faces and things, but also yeah. like at little small events. But mm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't dream about me doing basketball.
0: Yeah. <laughs> It also uh, speaking about how like it only happens. Well, it doesn't only it mostly happens 15, 25 year olds. It actually also happens more commonly on evenings and weekends. <laughs> Isn't that kind of weird? That is very weird. That was really weird. Yeah, That's one of those weird. I feel like I've only either. had deja vu like at school or during. I don't know. I feel like I don't feel right. like I've had.
1: I was. I feel like I'm always in a crowd or something. Doing something, I'm not just sitting on my couch, like, yeah. I'm
0: always doing something particular. It's <laughs> that's not... the bad
1: kind of deja vu. That's like, oh, where's my life going? Kind of something else else.
0: bad deja vu.
1: Oh my god, where did the last five years of my life go? That no, <laughs> kind of stuff,
2: <laughs> just, <laughs> <that's still> <laughs> we're just, we're just watching Having an the existential crisis <laughs>
0: while deja vuing. Oh god, <laughs> all right. So once you experience deja vu, in some cases, they say it can actually be a symptom of temporal lobe epilepsy. Oh, and nice. it's, a, oh, it's a seizure. Great. Yeah, <laughs> it's a seizure disorder that can start and that starts in the temporal lobe of your brain. Not for everyone. Not for everyone. OK, but it is. So like it's not a full blown seizure, but it's a seizure in the temporal lobe. Mm. Interesting. You're not epileptic yourself. You're not having seizures. in a Which sense. lobe is that again? The temporal one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Don't fucking ask me questions, is Taylor.
1: I like, <laughs> mean, like the temporary, like the short-term memory. I don't know the,
0: the not perm permittable. All right, one. I will, I will, I will look it up. I, I'm gonna
1: guess by on, on the name that it's short-term memory, but
0: that I sounds guess it's not right. It is the important. temporal lobe.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. I draw the brain a few times, but I no, I don't really care what it does. does. <laughs>
0: All right, Kylie, tell us, what's the temporal lobe? Uh, well, I typed love, so give me a second. The temporal love is...
1: <laughs> that might be interesting as well.
0: Wait, okay. I like the word temporal. Okay, you're kind of... Yes, so they are most commonly associated with processing auditory information and with the encoding of memory. Mm. So not necessarily short-term memory. Yeah, the temporal lobes like- are also believed to play an important role in processing effect slash emotions, language, and certain aspects of visual perception
1: lots of stuff that makes us feel real
0: you know? yeah makes our like makes our so emotions if, if, we're fire. Ever,
1: if we're ever taken over by the matrix that's where they're gonna plug into
0: right right there
1: um, it's
0: also like in the middle so like your frontal lobe is up here hmm. and then you have your i can't spell that or say that word per perid, lobe it's under that Partial. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I know that's not the word. <laughs> I'm,
2: <laughs> I'm, just being a I'm dick.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, that's that is interesting because it's like all of those things that kind of make us feel like ourselves, like where our ourselves, like our emotions, mm, yeah. our what affection do comes what do from. Feel? What we we hear, what yeah. we
1: smell, stuff.
0: Hmm. Well, smell is a different area. Oh, oh interesting. Yeah you guys would know something kind of wild? I mean, I I think yeah. I may have talked about it once before and it might even be common knowledge, but did you know that once you have a seizure or a stroke and you have any, tor- any sort of like bleeding internally in your brain and things like that, you know how your brain's like a rubber band and it can kind of snap back sometimes and that's how they like refer to people that have strokes and stuff like that. They're like, you know, the elasticity of your brain, mm-hmm. the ability to come back. Sure. Did you know that the parts of your brain that are linked to singing and to talking aren't necessarily like linear and so if you lose the ability to talk you still might be able to like mm-hmm. sing and stuff like that yeah yeah we, i did we know had that a woman actually. in our
1: church who could sing every song but she couldn't speak
0: yeah so that's what happened to my sister when my sister had her stroke she couldn't talk she could only say one single word but then it happened right before christmas she was able to go christmas caroling and she was able to sing happy birthday to me on my birthday and she was able to say all that, but she couldn't physically say the words happy birthday to me. But if she started singing, she could do it perfectly. Interesting. It's yeah. fucking wild. So I'm going to read I'm going to read what the temporal lobe is from Cleveland Clinic because it kind I of love Cleveland Clinic. Yeah. So it breaks it down a little bit better. So it says the temporal lobe of your brain is a pair of areas on your brain's left and right sides. These areas which are inside your skull near your temples and ears. So it's like in the middle of your brain. They play a role in managing your emotions, processing information from your senses, soaring and retrieving memories and understanding language. Hmm. So kind of puts that into perspective a little bit more. That's weird. Yeah. Hmm. Well, um, so that one is deja vu, and I figured we'd do one more. So, um, this one I we could do like a full on fucking thing talking about this because it's just so wild that mm-hmm. this exists. But I decided not to and just throw it in here. Doppelgangers. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. so, I love the word doppelganger. I love the right? way spell. I love the way it looks. It I like just, it all. It just makes me think of vampire diaries. Never seen
1: it. It makes me think of thievery. I think it was like a Pokemon mission at some point where it was a mission called like catch the that was the first time I ever heard the word. So I associate it with like these I just
0: like the word. (laughs) I (laughs) mean, yeah, the word is pretty cool. (laughs) It is a good word. So um, people argue the concept of doppelgangers being similar to Uncanny Valley because they say that, like, it's so close, but it's not the same. So it's kind of like a similar. It triggers
1: the same. Yeah. 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 Especially if it's you.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Right. A doppelganger is a biologically unrelated lookalike or double of a living person. So because doppelgangers appearances are more often attributable to shared genes rather than shared life experiences, that means that to some extent, the similarities are only luck of the draw spurred by populational growth. After all, there's only so many ways to build a face.
1: Hmm. <laughs> I actually saw something not long ago that listed out exactly like how many combinations there was possible of humans. And it was a pretty big number. can't remember, but
0: I mean, sure, it's it well, was sure yeah, it's a lot. Believe but me, It was impressive. Still.
1: Just think of the biggest number you can think of. And it was like that.
0: Yeah. But uh, have to you, think that
1: there could be like two people that hit the same. Yeah. Uh, Weirdness. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> like, that's kind of weird. That would trigger me too. Yeah. I've never seen anybody that looks like me. I was
0: going to say, have and you And have I've you never, seen And I,
1: I've never had anybody that tells me I've looked like somebody. But um, other people I see all the time.
0: I've had two people that I get told I look like. And the thing is, is I looked like them at that time. <laughs> so that's true. Like, yeah. we had the same haircut and color. So yes, we oh, did yeah. look similar at that time. But if one of us changed one singular thing, even like if one of us put our hair up and the other didn't instantly, it was gone. Right. And I had actually I've had three of those. I had one in grade school. This girl named Elena, who everyone thought was my twin sister. That's funny. Vampire Diaries. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> and it was for years. And then one day, finally, Elena finally got a haircut, luckily, because people even like our teachers would just straight mix us up. They couldn't even tell. They'd be like, Elena, Athena, which one's which? And we're like, that's not funny. <laughs> we weren't even related. Um, and then there was this person that I worked with at Starbucks named Sammy, who I looked nothing like. But at the time, I guess we kind of did. And everyone and their mom mistook us, even like fucking our own coworkers. And then there was this girl on TikTok that was a barista that everyone was like, you guys look alike. But it was also during the height of the pandemic, so half the time we were both wearing masks, and we just had the same. Eye oh yeah, your sure masks made it real weird. Like our eyes were the same, a hundred percent, and we had the same haircut and color. But that then one day, what? finally, I saw them take their mask off, and I was like, "Bro, we don't look like it." That all. might be a reason
1: why people didn't like the masks so much. Honestly, like they don't like.
0: Couldn't tell being the features from
1: human faces.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because yeah. I don't know about you, but I have like rusting bitch face crazy. So, yeah, I do too. If I don't you can't see my you can't see the bottom half of my face, I lose all of my emotion. <laughs> so, I look like an asshole all the time.
0: Um, I have a different <laughs> problem in life. I do not have RBF. I have RSF. wrist Sad. Resting Sass? sad face. Uh-oh. My <laughs> mouth slopes downward really bad and I have dark yeah. circles around my eyes. Mm-hmm. So unless I'm smiling, no one ever is like, oh, you kind of look like a bitch or like, oh, you look like kind of mean, like you look like what's wrong. Every single person's like, you look like you're about to cry. Are you okay? Oh, my God. Are you okay? You look really sad my whole life. That's really frustrating. Everybody
1: thinks I'm pissed off all the time.
0: And I'm just like, no, I'm not sad. This is literally just what my face looks like. Thank you. Thank (laughs) you. I'm actually fine. This is my happy face. was having a
1: good day.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Which resting sad face is just as annoying as resting bitch face. I'll let you be honest. Yeah. uh
1: underrepresented as well
0: i try to work on it honestly i'm like trying to tra- trying to remember that i have it and then being like
1: i did for a long time awake about it But then i realized like i'm giving myself a headache trying to like move my eyebrows just to please <laughs> other people and now i'm like you know my what fuck eyebrows. you if you think i'm pissed off whatever I'm not-
0: <laughs> well my alternative <laughs> is i can smile with my lips closed and then i have these weird little dimples on the inside of my like uh, they're not like dimples they're kind of like I don't know where they are. They're in my face, but they're not in the dimple spot, but they're dimples. <laughs> they're
1: not in the normal dimple <laughs> they're spot. They're
0: not in the normal They're abnormal <laughs> But I have they're those, and they make me look like a bitch. So I'm like, well, hmm, I got a lot of dimples? choices here. Or I can just fucking smile 24-7 and look like a fucking Stepford wife. So
1: <laughs> Or cheerleader. Or
0: so I just choose the smiling. I just smile at everyone all the time. It's safer. Just all the time smile. It's the best option, really, for me. That hmm. doesn't sound fun either. No. Hate it. I hate all you. If you think I'm smiling at you because I'm friendly, I'm not. I just don't want you to talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> about my sad face. About your sad face. <laughs> People yes. might talk to you about your happy face at that point. God, I hope not.
1: <laughs> you look so
0: happy. <laughs> wow, I just, I just you're to, so happy. So I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's whew, that's that. That's everything, guys. That's awesome. ah, how do you feel?
2: <laughs> Kylie and Thina broke the audio somehow while I was gone. So now all that's left is Taylor's audio. Be mad at them, not me. Thank you for coming to my TED talk.
1: Okay, wait, wait. I, I feel like we could talk about doppelgangers a little more. Okay. So, do you have any examples of like. No. You, ever, you ever like seen someone at a like a out when you're out and about and you're like, start talking to them and, and then you realize, oh, wait, that's not that person?
0: No. Okay. I do yeah, that
1: I, all but the time. Because
0: I have bad memory. I didn't think that was really doppelganger. Mm. I think that's just like. You being bad? Yeah.
1: Like, from one good angle, it's that person? Yes.
0: that's feel like a doppelganger partial
1: doppelganger.
0: Look, but actually talking to them? Like, having a full-on freaking conversation? Oh, uh, yeah, no. No. Okay.
1: You, I mean, doing that just for fun sometimes might be kind of interesting.
0: I play a game at the <laughs> see gym when do. I'm on the treadmill with my girlfriend where, like, we'll um, try and make the people in the gym look like other people in our minds. Like, I'll be like, that person over there looks like, and we give them like a you know, they're an off brand version of blah blah blah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I found three Richard Ramirez's at yeah. the gym so far. Um, I found one Tom Holland, we found uh, oh God, a Jeffrey Dahmer, I think. It seems like a Ooh, lot that, right reminds me, <laughs> that
1: reminds me of those hockey games where they do the like camera, the right? Yeah, there you go. And yeah. uh, yeah, I would be awful that, uh, or actually, I. I feel like I would find people and be like, mm, and I wouldn't be able to remember the name of the celebrity. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think i would ever,
0: especially under the pressure. Oh my! Yeah, God.
1: they they do That's it so cool. quick. Well, what
0: was the person that you said I was like? I do not I, remember. I don't
1: it. want to say on the show actually. Okay. <laughs> Does it mean? What? No, it was just kind of inappropriate. I don't. <laughs> Is it like
2: porn
0: star? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 No,
2: but <laughs> I mean, what? Anyway. Um, okay. Doppelganger. But um, I don't think I look
0: like anyone. Me either. I, I didn't, I remember, like, that's why I wanted to bring it up because I, I remember I was like.
1: No, I, I thought about, about it, but no, I was, I was just waiting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, and I feel like it's harder to think of who you look like. Like, yeah, definitely. I think if I had like an hour, I could think of someone Kylie looks like, or even Taylor looks like. An hour, oh, maybe. A whole ass hour. Especially yeah, if you look man, at like, especially if you look more at fucking famous people. Mm,
1: especially if you look at someone like through like multiple age ranges, that helps a lot because mm. like their weight goes up and down, and like their hair changes, and then you get like more options.
2: Yeah, more but,
0: options. <laughs> <laughs> so like
1: the people on like Saturday Night Live, I'm sure they have more time to do that kind of stuff. But uh, well, and
0: I feel like it, have you
1: ever seen an impression so good that you're like. Damn, that could be the real guy. Oh, or real yes. or whatever. Yes. Like there's what? this girl on TikTok,
0: She does the best Kardashian's impression, and she kind of looks like if Chloe, like old version of Chloe, not like this.
1: Name. I don't know any like, of the Kardashians. Yeah. Okay.
0: Well, she looks like old Chloe and old Courtney, and then like current Kim, all kind of were like the same person, and if you just kind of like smash them together at once, okay. This girl looks just like that. And she talks exactly like them, and she does Kardashian skits and stuff. And it's so weird because it's it's almost uncanny to me because I'm mm. like, mm, it's almost too similar. I'm not sure I vibe with it, but at the same time, it's real fucking funny because you're making fun of them eating salad so much. So, <laughs> <clears throat> um,
1: but it does make you think like it. It's kind of triggers that same uncanny, uncomfortable feeling of like, oh, if if something this complex as a human can be like copied and replicated, then like that makes you feel vulnerable. Yeah. And I guess that's what, it, that's what he meant or that book. Like we, it, ma- it makes our whole species feel vulnerable. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, we're just, we're just like skin suits that the computers can replicate.
0: <laughs> like we're not anything special. Well, questions. we're
1: special. I mean, it's hard to make a human. It took us a little while to figure it out, but AI, I think, can just, you know, it's going to figure out. Did you hear like Elon Musk was like, we need to slow down on AI.
0: Oh, did you hear that? That's, yeah, yeah, that's like, not stupid thing that's came out of well mouth. Mm. Oh, okay. <laughs> did, Do you like him?
2: So no,
1: I don't. Oh, thank god,
0: <laughs> but Do <you> like him? <laughs> yeah, like,
1: he and uh, White House like advisors and everybody were like, we need to make like a six month freeze on AI experimentation because they're like le- legitimately worried that it could be uh, harmful to humans, well,
0: like,
2: society in general.
0: To, I'm not trying to be a dick, but like, let's think of every AI or like robot or anything movie that's came out, even in the past 10 years. Have I mean, any they of been over. good movies? No. no. Wait, what? I mean, they're good movies. But you know what I mean? Like, they're not... Um, they're same. not good robots. And robots oh, see don't seem you're saying. to be the answer, except for Tappy. WALL-E? Well, except for the movie Smart House. Also, she becomes good in the end. Oh, my
1: God. Love that
0: movie. Smart House. Okay, so my version of robots and AI, I've realized, comes from mostly Disney movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's okay. Wally um, and Chappie, and I don't know what Chappie is. Oh my God, Chappie! Oh, Chappie's so a good one. Oh, good. It's because it's it is uncanny. Is it a movie? Yeah. Yes. Oh, it is Uncanny Valley for sure. But you feel for this robot. Like mm. you feel it, all the emotions for this
1: robot. It's some like real top-notch effects too.
0: And yeah. I've never seen Wally either.
1: So oh oh my fun. God, that's a good one. That made me cry. That's like one of three movies that made
2: me cry. I love
0: Wally. What are the other two?
2: I was like, well, passionately Christ, but that was when I was indoctrinated. So I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about that. The other one? <laughs> I
1: feel like the other one I was like really high at the time. It was like, per- it was like Perks of a Wallflower. Ah, and good I- one to cry. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> yeah.
0: And I
2: like.
0: You don't even have to say four. <laughs> I'll leave you. <laughs> okay. I don't even think you need to be high to, uh. God, I'd be Stone Cold Sober, Steve Austin.
1: Yeah, no, I was, yeah, I was super hot. and it makes me emotional. And then, and it was the first time I'd seen it. I mean. Fault in Our Stars,
0: bro. I was talking Fault. shit about that movie day so hard, and then today, I realized, yes, out of all of the movies, yes, that was the one. Yes. Never even heard of it. I was talking mad shit about Fault in Our Stars. Mm. So, is this an anime? Shailene Woodley, no. no. Shailene no. Woodley, and uh, is it a Robinson, sci-fi? Anson, oh, I really loved him. I don't, and I was talking about how ugly that man is. No, what? Is <laughs> have like you your, seen Baby Driver? I have talked about oh, him in 3D. I love Rumble, Baby Driver. How much I think yeah. that man is not attractive. I'm sorry. The main character of Baby Driver? Yeah. Ansel. Mm. This man. Ansel Elgort. Him. This he's man. not like hot. He's young. He's not like hot. Mm. But he's not a bad looking guy. Not attractive. Zero
1: zero ten. I, <laughs> I thought the woman in Baby Driver was pretty attractive. I had a crush on her for oh, a little while. Yeah.
0: Um Lily James? Is that her name? Or Isa Gonzalez. She
1: had a very con- very cool. classic look. No, Lily James sounds so What are you look that.
0: are you looking at? A- yeah, next to me. Oh, Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm looking at the Oh nice. It's Velcro on and I don't yeah, have no, to that. do that. That's okay, I believe you. Yeah,
1: don't do that. <laughs> it's just Velcro,
0: but I don't want Baby to Driver is in both mine and Corey's top five. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's it's
1: in one of four. it's in the short list of movies I've actually paid for. <laughs> yeah, like like, I don't I, like, I'll go see a movie in theaters and then I'll like and never see know, it again. again. And then I'll see it on streaming, but like, I have a very short list of movies I've bought like digitally on Google, and Baby Driver is one of them. There's also like The Room and
0: fucking love The
1: Room. Um, Bahubali. <laughs> okay, wait,
0: when we are talking about The Room, uh huh. Which movie are we talking about?
1: The Bad One. Ray Larson. The, no, I meant the other one.
0: Oh, one, remember, like we went and saw see, the disaster I artist. Who, yeah. Both of them. The, the, I own both. Of them. Brie
1: Larson oh, one is just called Room. room yeah. yeah. Yes,
0: that's what I can't remember. The Room is the one with the guy. Oh hi, my <laughs> Yeah. hey, okay, Yes.
1: I love that movie now. Like, but I have who to watch it with a disaster the disaster artist. They
0: went artist. on a fucking date to go see disaster movie. What? Oh, well, who was that? You told me this.
1: What's disaster movie? It was like scary movie, but disaster it's. Artist. Disaster
0: no. artist. No. Oh, someone was like, that "We went and saw
1: those ass artists, right?" Yeah,
0: we did. Yeah, it so wasn't we a date. I know, but someone was like, "We went and saw that on our first date, and that's when I realized we were made for each other because we both realized it was our favorite movie." And I was like, "The fuck is wrong with you? You do belong together, fucking weirdos." It was a weird movie. So you definitely told me. This it was oh my god, though. and they like told me over Facebook DMs, and so I was judging them a lot. <laughs> Mm. guys don't DM me I'll go do you. <laughs> oh I'm done mm. and, then, and then I'll talk about it in the podcast yeah, oh, I don't remember whoever that was they threw me for a fucking loop mm.
2: over there <laughs> I've been watching it okay.
0: Anyway. Okay, nice. yeah he's made his way he, he walked that whole way he's yeah. a trooper mm-hmm. I think he he thinks he can't get past the lights mm. I think he thinks it's a barrier but he can fly so you know well maybe he's hurt we're talking about the bug again, guys. We're on bug patrol still. <laughs> <Good>. I hope he's <laughs> hurt. I hope he's hurt. He dies. <gasps> Don't and talk about wow. Arnold that way. No, we are not naming What'd
1: you call Arnie? him? Was li- I, was All right, take him home. I was literally just going to ask about a name. What'd you call him?
0: Arnold. Arnold. I call him Arnie for short. No, my, my bugs would eat that bug. That's the point.
2: You have bugs?
0: I have a cockroach and I have two tarantulas. Okay. I used to have four. <laughs> Why do you have a cockroach? Dogs. I like them. They're cute.
2: Oh, what kind of cockroach?
0: It's a hissing cockroach, Madagascar. So I, I had four, and my girlfriend is named Margaret, and she goes okay. by Margie. Okay. And her roommate was named Brianna, and she goes by Brie. Okay. So I got four. There was two parents and two babies. I named the parents Margie and Brie, and mm-hmm. the babies Margaret and Brianna. Well, uh, the parents killed and ate the babies, As so we do. were down to Margie and Brie. And then Margie uh, suffocated Bree one day, mm. and so now Margie's just alone living her life. And my girlfriend's name is Margie, and Margie and does not like and cockroach. Margie and Margie hate
2: each nice. Okay.
0: It's Human it. Margie does not like cockroach Margie. <laughs> well, cockroach Margie does not like Margie either. Oh, that's funny. So yeah, that's where we're at. How do.
2: You, I don't know.
0: She hisses every time she comes around her. She does not like her. Huh. And then I have two tarantulas. I have a um, skeleton leg, uh, Mexican skeleton leg, who's named Void, and I've had
1: Void with, with
0: a B? Void with a like, like okay. uh, when you stare into the void.
1: Like, yeah, yeah. death. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> he's named after a reserved character. Um, so, I've had him for, oh my fucking god, since 2017 20- mm. or something like that? He's yeah. going back. He's going back. He's been around. <laughs>
2: Uh, he's, uh, kind of like, uh, he's probably really confused
0: because that part of the lights is off is off yeah it's, it's broken he's um,
1: probably pretty confused <laughs>
0: look life. at you
1: getting in the brain of the bug <laughs>
0: um and then yeah. I have a rose he's uh, probably
1: yeah. not thinking anything at all literally he's, I also a have
0: curly
1: hair tarantula named Costa a curly hair tarantula with a color hair it's like a
0: reddish brown. Oh, cool. it's curly and on the tip's of white She's it's kind of like,
1: cool do you like to stick velcro stuff to her uh no, like ball, like i would be kind of like if she has curly hair. That's first no. thing I think like a little ball. Or she hates me. Wow. Oh. Yeah, no, she
0: does not like me. She does not like me
1: opening her cage.
0: She doesn't like me. She doesn't like me putting my hand in there. Nothing. She likes men. She does like men. She really <laughs> likes Corey. She really likes Saber. Too. Weird. Yeah. She would like come out of her cage, but then the moment I like step in her room, she's like skirt, where skirt, skirt, and then avoids the opposite. He is the worst tarantula ever. Tarantulas normally have a lot of like uh, similar personality traits, but not him. He will sit in the middle of his water dish and slip his legs to flip his water everywhere, and like he slays in water. I have never in my whole life seen a tarantula wow. do that.
2: I've and
1: never he, heard of a tarantula having a personality, to be honest. That's cool. Well,
0: and if you don't fill his water, he'll sit there and just sit in it staring out at you <laughs> once it fills. <laughs> He's such
1: a dick. My cat does the same thing.
0: <laughs> he'll like,
1: yeah. like stare at you, or actually, he'll like be sitting in the sink, like making eye contact with me before I wake up. And then I wake up, so the first thing I see is his eyes, and then he like pees in the sink just to like f- f- say, Fuck you, first thing in the morning. Oh, it's on the lights now.
0: I know. I was gonna say, he either made it under or over. I can't tell. I know I'm wearing glasses, but I can't see that. More. It's kind of
1: bold. He's on the bottom. Yeah.
0: yeah. He's come. He's. <laughs> oh, he's like winding his way around it now. Yeah. You got this, Arnie. So anyways, um, that's tonight's episode, so oh, don't come down here you're going to die. Arnie, you do what you want. Although, actually, you might say, well, she's stupid. She would not. She's scared of bugs. <laughs>
2: don't ask. <Dumbass. laughs> really not.
0: Uh, she's so stupid. Okay. We found a dead mouse in our garage yesterday. Uh-oh. And I'm pretty sure a cat tried to eat it because I had puncture holes all over it. Oh, and I was like, I don't Try have anything with me right now to get rid of it, so I'll come out in the morning with a glove and I'll like, Get rid of it. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, it was gone by morning, so one of the cats got it. Probably. Like, yeah. So that's that. That had nothing to do with anything. So tonight, for my sources, I use mostly articles from, like, news sources and, like, online doctor places and stuff. Online doctor places. I use mostly from the Cleveland Clinic, the Atlantic, the New York Times, the Very Well Mind, and the Institute of Electrical and Electronics Engineers. Mm-hmm. That one sounds... Official. Yeah, that one talked about AI a lot, clearly. <laughs> oh, yeah,
2: nice. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, it was, it was a kind of fun episode, right? So, funny enough, Taylor, before we started, I don't know if it's going to be part of the episode or not, but Taylor was congratulating me in a sense on how well my notes look. So, normally my notes are anywhere from nine to 20 pages.
2: Oh my gosh. How many you
0: guys, do you want to know how many pages tonight was? Five? Three. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was three pages. He yes. just jumped. He wasn't sure about the lights. But I want to. Oh, Oh! Arnie! Jump, jumped where? What? No, he's still up there. He's still up there. Huh. He's just... Oh God, I'll catch you. He's on the lights. I don't see him at all. He's he's on the other side. He's up there. I promise. Yeah, he's in the corner. <laughs> <laughs>
2: We're
0: going to play by play
2: of our Oh party.
0: my gosh. More like I'm terrified of anything living like that. And so I'm going to watch it like a hawk until it comes down to somewhere where I can tell someone else to get rid of it. Mm.
1: <laughs> you can go find a spider and then put the spider next to it. And then the spider will eat.
0: I would let spiders free around my house
1: if they wanted. Yeah, I, lo- I like yeah. some spiders. I don't,
0: I don't like them. No. Kill bugs. It stresses me out. I don't play that game. If you kill a bug in front of me, I will throw him.
1: Yeah, I do a capture and release system.
0: <laughs> I kill them.
1: Unless, like, uh- Unless
0: it's winter. I don't catch a release. I just let them live inside. But if it's summer, I'll, like, catch release. Mm-hmm. I like that. No, Take that one with you. <laughs> Take Arnie with you. Actually, when I worked in the factory, that's a real thing. Um, you know how, like, bugs get in the factories all the time, especially crickets? Yeah. Uh, my coworkers bought, like, a cricket closure or, like, a little, like, tour type thing. At PetSmart, and then so you just keep them. That, they, I would do that. They did that, and then at the end of the week, they'd be like, Fina, take home all your crickets to feed your tarantulas." Oh, that's and sad. all my coworkers would sit there all all year round whenever they found any crickets in the building. And they would they would kidnap them so that I could feed them. That's awesome. I, was like, um, hey. I remember
1: one time in the shipyard, we had one loose in the lab, and so all we heard was the like chirping for days and days, and we could not find it. And finally, like everybody else in the lab is like. 60, 65 years old. So I had to be the one to like go around and crawl around the floor under the desks looking for this thing. And I finally found it under the fridge. And the way I ended up getting it was like putting out these spill kit barriers <laughs> they are like foam pads and they're weighed down. So I put them around the fridge, and then I got an industrial vacuum and I literally like put put it underneath in on one side and I closed up around around the vacuum hose. So and then I blew the cricket out with like a, just a puff of air. And it, and I, it literally went and I like I saw it skid across the ground and I jumped on it and I got it and I tried to keep it alive for a long time but uh, it ended up dying on my desk.
0: So sadly, as, my, yeah, my favorite
1: as many things do.
0: My favorite story of like old old me is um so I before I was with Margie I had a bit of what some called like a hoe phase. Sure. And um, as we all so, do, you know that meant, <laughs> we all do. So that meant I had.
2: A few different uh, a few
0: different homies come to the house, let's say. Um, and it would be really funny every single time because at nighttime, obviously the crickets are like freaking the fuck out in the cages and they're just going to town. Oh my crazy. god, yeah. And every single person was always like, your room sounds like camping. That's crazy. Or they'd <laughs> be like, I swear I, s- I, s- I hear a cricket. Yeah. And then it would take a while and almost every single one in the middle of the night would just like wake up in the middle of the night like and look at me and be like, oh, it's your spiders. Your spiders have crickets. Right. And I'm like, sleeping, I'm like, what the fuck are you, oh, yeah, like, four hours ago when we were talking about it? Yes. <laughs> I have crickets in when And they're like, no, yeah, that's why I heard crickets. I'm like, oh, yeah, like, I got the thing. <laughs> like, I know why the crickets are cricketing. Like, they're cricketing. <laughs> I hear them every day in my life. I'm used to it, yeah. but I forgot you, in my whole phase that normal people don't hear crickets. From yeah.
1: You just, like, just you like, just blank like, it out now? Man, yeah. I, I remember, like, driving with my, uh, my trunk open. Cause I had a bike in the trunk and I had to drive from like Hampton to v- Oceana, Virginia beach. So it was like an hour and a half drive with my trunk open going eh, 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 for like an hour and a half. And, <laughs> oh, and I can't, that. and, uh, oh, it was so annoying, but yeah, I needed to get this bike, but then, and then it would stop at like stoplights. So that was nice. <laughs> oh, <you're laughs> but then I had to, I just had to crank the radio up. Honestly, yeah. it was, but, um, yeah. But I can imagine, like after an hour or so, I kind of forget it.
0: Yeah, you just like forget it's there until it stops, and then it restarts, and you can right. remember for a minute. You're like,
1: and it goes away, and you're like, oh relief. And then, but it didn't you know. go away.
0: You're just like used to it. Yeah. Well, this was fun. It was. Oh, he's has
2: gone down, guys. Oh god. Oh
0: my god. So let's hurry before he comes and gets you. Ooh, sneaky boy! I <laughs> hate <Thank> you. <laughs> so thank you, Taylor, for being here, and thank you to everyone else that helps make this podcast what it is. You are all part of the CSP family. Um, big thank you to Corey with core.media.photography. Every week we're doing our editing. It always helps us out. Thank
2: you, Corey. Don't thank you, Corey. Sorry. Sorry, <laughs> Sorry,
1: Sorry, I'm not fucking Eric. <laughs> <laughs>
0: anyway. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, which is at Cryptic Pod, where DMs are always open for suggestions. Josh and I, all in. You can also join the Facebook group Cryptic Soup Pod Official. In this group, we post further updates on the the lives, on our lives, (laughs) or the cases. So join us and hang out on the socials, to stay up to date, and be a part of the CSP fam. All of our links can also be easily found at crypticsouppod.com as well. Thank you guys. It's for anyone that always leaves an Apple podcast review and a rating, because not only does it help get the name out there, but it also just makes us feel great. So thank you to all of you. And remember, guys, we love it when you guys subscribe, follow, tune in, keep up with us, and remember to join the conversation because that's where we're going to see you next Tuesday for the next episode. Stay tuned.
1: Thank you for having me, everybody. It was great. And it really flew by.
0: You're welcome. Bye. And the
1: bug was great. (laughs) Uncanny.